Welcome to the Fulfilled After 50 podcast. We are your hosts, Alice and Carol. Join us each week for your fun dose of inspiration and healthy tips you can use every day so you can live the healthy and fulfilled life you desire and deserve. Hi, everybody. It is Carol. And it's Alice here. So today we have a special guest on our podcast today, and it is Gail McCauley. And she has a brand that's called Life Begins After 50. So, Gail, we're so super excited to have you on our show today. And, you know, I came across Gail, and I believe it was really, I am not an Instagram user, Gail. I don't know. I'm just one one of the, the midlifers that my kids are on Instagram. I am not. I'm mainly on Facebook. But I was scrolling, and you're graphics and your posts were so catchy. I'm like, oh my gosh, our women need to meet Gail and know that fashion does not die when we hit 50. (laughs) I think like a lot of our mentality is, I don't know how to dress. Should I wear this? Like my kids. Am I dressing too young? Am I dressing too frumpy? Am I, what is it? But yeah, you are right in line with our mission. So So how did you come up with Life Begins After 50 and like your fashion influence? Right. Well, I was actually working for a specific fashion brand and I was, I started blogging for them and I was sort of selling their line. And I, with all of the connections that I've had in the fashion industry with the different careers that I've had, I started to have friends and colleagues come to me and ask me, well, what else can you share with us? Because I was working with a line that was very um, specific, clothing specific, and I had so many people that wanted other types of clothing and accessories, and so they started asking me, what else have you got? And so that led me to reach out to brands and tell them that I had a lot of experience, both as an entrepreneur and with social media and selling and marketing and I jumped around in different fashion industry kinds of jobs. And people were very interested in you know, my background and helping me to grow their small businesses because I really started working with small businesses, which is my passion, small fashion and beauty businesses. And, um, and I kind of just fell into it. I ended up leaving the brand that I was exclusively working with and started going into helping other small type fashion businesses to expand and, um, and grow. And the blogging thing came very natural to me because I was a freelance writer for many years when my kids were little. And um, so it all kind of fell into place. And we talked briefly about that, Alice, how I am a firm believer at that what you can learn in one job can be the skills can be applied to so many jobs later in life. Yes. I feel like I'm living proof of that. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So where where did you start in your career, Gail? What what did you do? Well, went to school and got my bachelor's in fashion marketing from UMass and um, 
thought I was going to go the buying and retail route. And then things kind of took a turn when my husband, who was my fiance at the time, um, did not like living in New York City. And we explored other areas and ended up moving to Phoenix, which back in the middle to late 80s, did not have a lot of fashion, a lot of cowboys, but not a lot of <laughs> So I had to get really creative and take my background and my skills and my training and apply it to what they had in Phoenix, Arizona. So um, surprisingly, I did a lot of digging and I was able to find a lot of fashion related jobs. I ended up, I taught at the community college, I taught fashion. Um, I worked for a sportswear company that did t-shirts and sweatshirts as their marketing person. And, you know, I, I did what I had to do to use my skills and my fashion background. And then through a lot of networking, which I am a firm believer in networking, I met a gal who um, I was working for FITM, which is the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising, as a speaker. I would go into their high schools and talk to students about exploring fashion careers. And I met a gal who was also a speaker that told me that I would be perfect for this job managing a model and talent agency. And I said, I don't have any experience doing that. And she said, you need to interview. And I, I interviewed and they liked me. And I all of a sudden I was managing a model and talent agency with absolutely no training and the corporate office located in another state. And it was kind of like you get thrown into the job and you sink or swim. And I, I doggy paddled my way through. <laughs> And I ended up loving it. That that was like, I had no idea how much I would love this industry. And I loved it. And I worked there for several years and then decided to open my own. So I opened my own licensed model and talent agency in Scottsdale, which I did for about five years. And the bulk of my fashion experience was really working with models and helping set up styling and shoots and putting them on jobs for modeling. And, um, and I did that for over 10 years and then took a little hiatus. And my husband and I did a couple of things together where we had our own small businesses. And then the gal that was running the agency um, asked me to come back and manage it. So I sort of dipped back into that for a little while while I also part-time worked selling this brand and sharing this activewear brand and decided that really my love was now that I was older and my husband had been retired for a little while, I wanted to do something. I still wanted to work and be active and I love fashion, but I, my true love has always been for small business and running my own. So everything kind of fell together with the fashion and the blogging and the writing and and it just, it's not like I went looking for it. I really did not. It sort of found me and it just evolved. And, you know, I'm still a firm believer in marketing and networking. And, um, and the over 50 thing was just a natural progression for me because I'm turning 56 next month. And, you know, I always, I always felt like this is like the second half. And right. now my kids are grown and out of the house. And, mm -hmm. you know, I have so many contacts and colleagues that are, 
not always in fashion, but still working and active, many of them working two different jobs and they wanted to have a resource and a contact for somebody that was interested in promoting clothing and beauty and accessories for people in their age range. So um, that was really natural for me to work with gals that are, I, I like to call us ageless because mm -hmm. I think I used it in my modeling agency and somebody actually coined that term and I, and they said, you should use this because over 50 is a stigma kind of a, so I like that. People really love the ageless word and I carried yeah. that forward with me into the blogging and, um, and I just love it because I have over 50 gals all around me and you know, they're always, they're sort of sometimes reluctant to still feel like they want to wear certain things and look a certain way. And, and they just need the confidence to have somebody kind of say, you look great. If you love it, wear it. If you love it, use it. And then the confidence comes. So Gail, do you have any of your women that come to you with something and you say, no, you really shouldn't wear it? <laughs> I don't go in that direction. Instead, I like to sort of turn it around and help suggest something that I think might be a better fit for them. I love that, and, yeah. Um, but I would never say to someone, you know, I used to have my models do that a lot with me. They'd say, you know, I, I really want to cut my hair and do a blonde pixie and, you know, and, and if, you know, I, if, I had to also look at what my customers were wanting to book. So I had a couple of different things that I was concerned with, but you know, I would never ever tell someone don't wear your hair this way. I would just suggest perhaps this would be a better fit for what you are looking for. Right. And that sort of goes along with the styling too. Mm -hmm. You know, I, my goal is to help ladies look and feel their best. So if I feel like they're gravitating toward a certain style and it's not going to make them look and feel their best, I will suggest something else, definitely. Right. So are there like little boutiques there or where do most of your clothing comes from? Well, like I, I, I'm wearing a lot of things from my partners right now. I started off with small fashion businesses, but as my blogging grew, I started attracting some national companies, some international companies, and I love working with them because they're all a little bit different. But, um, you know, I try to match people up with what I think they're looking for. I don't really go to a certain company because I, I try to just make it the best fit. And now right. I'm working, I'm very fortunate to work with enough companies with, that are offering different types of products that I can usually help ladies find something that's a close match for what right. they're looking for, mm -hmm. if that answers that. Yeah. I, lo I love your, uh, your positivity and the fact that, you know, as women, Alice and I are always promoting, you can do anything you set your mind to. So to see how your career progressed is really exciting because it's really one of those things that we don't have to be staying in one lane. You know, we can kind of cross over and just do what really brings us some joy. And... I think for fashion, especially at this 
in the season. We like to call it the season of our life. I just turned 56, by the way. It's oh, awesome. we're the same age. <laughs> yeah, but Happy I think <laughs> one of the things we talk about a lot is, you know, a woman's sense of confidence because I know for me anyhow, when I, when I try something on or I'm going out somewhere, I know uh, I have to feel and I'm not like a confident flaunt it sort of thing, but I have to feel okay and good in what I'm wearing. Um, is confidence, is that one of those things that you tend to have to also build into, I mean, clothing's one thing, but then also feeling confident about wearing whatever it is that you've chosen. Does right. that end up coming into play, I uh, imagine, perhaps a little bit right. in your blog? I just think yeah. it's very closely related. If you look good, you feel good, and then I think the confidence comes naturally. Mm -hmm. I Just in my experience with myself and helping other ladies and styling people, you it's just confidence. You know, clothes are so critical to that because if you pick something and I can give you a quick great example of this I worked with a stylist who's a very good friend of mine when I was managing my um, agency and I asked her because she got paid a lot of money by some customers of hers to take them shopping physically into stores and help them pick outfits so she did this as a favor for me for when my son was getting married and she took me into some very high-end stores we were looking at mother of the groom dresses and i picked out a few styles and she said no 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 she said look at these and she picked out a few styles that i would never have picked for myself right but she knew my body she knew my personality she knew me and i put them on and every single one of them looked good on me. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, you know, like I would have never chosen these three dressers. I ended up buying one of the ones that she picked for me, not what I had chosen for myself. And it just kind of, it's not that I don't know what looks good on me. It just sometimes you need someone else's objective mm -hmm. input right. that knows, you know, how to fit, how things are supposed to fit and look. And you put them on and you see this other side of yourself that you would have never even, and, you know, of course you have to be open to a certain extent. Right. You, know, you, you can't be closed. But um, it really, to me, that was like a pivotal moment because I thought, you know, all these years I could have been wearing some other things that might have looked great on me, but I was sort of sticking to my comfort. own little safe spot. And right. I you certainly can get in a rut. You, get, you can get in a rut about, you know, what mm -hmm. I always have to wear this, you know, well, like flat when, front yeah. pants or this, you know, I can't, I right. can't wear an A-line because that's exactly. And my followers and my clients will tell me that, you know, if, if I put something on that somebody has said you know review this for me we want to know what you think and because that's a lot of what I do um and I'll put it on and I'll think yeah it's okay and then all of a sudden I'll get all of this feedback like you should be wearing those kinds of things they look great on you and I'll take another look at it and I'll say maybe it's good you know and <laughs> so I think all of us have to be open and um you know, not closed about, well, I'm too old or I'm too skinny or my chest is too big or, you know, just try it and let 
and it it will come. You'll know if it looks good or not. Usually. Right. Right. Yeah. And we all need friends like that because exactly. When I, when I asked my husband, <laughs> he has the safe answer. He said, "We'll go like, of course I like it." Or <laughs> is that will be one, or the other one will be like, "If you like it, then I like it." And then I'm like. Okay. Well, I'm not sure that's helpful at all, but you got to have that girlfriend that gets you out of the box and kind of keeps it interesting. Yeah, but it's true because you've said when you go to the store, you have to like physically put your mind in a place like you're going to pick color because Carol says she'll always go for the black. Yeah, I'm like, I have to walk into a store and say, I'm not leaving here with black, navy, or beige. I am not. I cannot buy anything in this. Yeah, so. a, lady. a lot of ladies have that, that color thing going on where they, I think sometimes people just need to see it on them more, be encouraged to try it. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of what I'm selling and sharing and promoting is online shopping is huge for blogging. So it's now so easy to buy things and return them and, you know, just give it a shot. You can exchange right. it, with the but if you don't try it, you just, you'll never know. So right. yeah. Black is always a classic and it's going to look great, but sometimes there's other colors or patterns, especially patterns. I was never a huge pattern person, mm -hmm. but now I am. So, you know, you just, it's, it's okay to move and gravitate. Right. It's okay in the whole scheme of things. Uh, yes. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that the adaptability that you said from start to where you are now, because I think like that's so important when we drive it home to our kids too, because, you know, they're all programmed to go to college or all programmed. They come out with that certain degree and then they wind up in that job. And um, sort of like my 26 year old daughter is now her husband's a med medical doctor. And so she might have to be more adaptable to coming out of her comfort zone, but still, still maybe be in her field, but maybe in a different area of that field. But I love how you have just, you know, really that adaptability has come into play and it's worked so well too. And some, so, some of it I was thrown into, quite frankly, because we have moved so frequently in our marriage. But, um, you know, I think I did it before it was like a necessity in these economic times. I, and so I've always been a firm believer if you put yourself out there and you're confident and, and you got to be a bit of a go-getter, you can yeah. find things that will fit. You know, sometimes your skills have to be tweaked a bit, but yeah. you're going to learn new skills. And especially for me being thrown into that job that I had no background on and somebody gave me a shot and mm -hmm. it ended up being my career for the next 11 years right. and I loved it and I never mm -hmm. would have known had I not had that person prod me and say you'd be so good for this you should just give it a shot you know right so, right and I tell my two sons the same thing I say you know be open to different opportunities and know when you take a job that so many of your skills can be transferred to other kinds of jobs doing mm -hmm. different things and exactly what you said if what you're doing when you're age 25 is likely not going to be what you're doing or maybe even what you're liking we, we hope and pray that our kids will love what they do because right. that's was always important to me yeah 
Right. I passed up a lot of opportunities for making better money because I always wanted to love what I do. Right. Yeah, so important. I did not share that, but mm -hmm. to me, if you love what you do and you put that passion into it, often the money will follow somewhere down the line. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, I Agreed. love that. Mm -hmm. But congratulations on your 14,000 followers on Instagram, though. So that is like so my social media. And yes, there's a, a lot of people ask me that and they say, you know, what's the, what's the trick or the secret? There is no trick or secret. You know, it's a lot of work and consistency and, um, mm -hmm. and yeah, it's just a daily thing. And, you know, it's, it's that consistent. Yeah. Consistency. Yeah. Yeah. perspective. Yeah. Um, I can't, I have to ask you, of course, a couple of fashion questions while you're here. <laughs> uh oh, it's not going to be a research thing, is it? No, 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 no. It'll be easy for you. It's just like, you know, I'm thinking, if I'm thinking this, then a lot of our listeners are probably thinking this. So I have two questions. The first one is it seems like in the past there used to be like a cookie cutter sort of model of what you should be wearing. And it seems like now America embraces um, being different. Uh, more so than ever before, at least that's what it seems like to me. So having something that's a little bit different really helps with that. So that was, uh, I want to see if that's sort of a trend that you've seen. Definitely. It's my first one. And my second question is for we women that are in this season of our life, do you have any like top rules or guidelines? Mm, or <laughs> the, the first one's easy for me. When I started managing my modeling agency back long ago, um, the ageless thing, and it was just, it was tough because I was in Phoenix and Scottsdale, not the mega fashion capital of the world. And um, there weren't as many jobs for ageless women, for women who were not five foot nine and a size zero. And, um, but I think as I was doing it and as the years progressed, and then when I owned my own agency, that started to slowly change. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, now it you're seeing all over the place the women of all different shapes and sizes and ages can find gorgeous items for themselves. And that to me is huge because mm -hmm. you know, we we've seen it, we've grown through it, and um, you know, fashion is for everyone and you can find beautiful things for occasions for every day. And it's funny because a lot of my colleague bloggers, some of them focus on, you know, they're younger, they have mom types of blogs and, you know, all different kinds of women doing different kinds of blogs. And they're all tied to me through this blogging community, which is really awesome, even internationally, by the way, not just in this country, but everybody wants to look and feel good and you know, and I, some, some of my fellow bloggers will ask me questions, you know, they might be a larger size or shorter or, you know, everyone has, let's face it, no one's body's perfect. And we all have our issues that we need attention and we want to maybe a little more challenging to fit. And, um, you know, it's, I have so much fun directing people to different places because this is my little niche. So, um, Definitely. That's an awesome thing about the way the world is going now is there's so much for every lady of every 
you know, shape and size. And I feel like I pioneered that in my own little way in Scottsdale back years ago when I was one of the only agencies that would sign women that were ageless mm -hmm. and women that were not a size zero or two and women that were not five, nine, you know, right. I, I, right. I work love that book them and get them paid jobs because they were still beautiful. They just weren't this, the regular type of runway model that we're used to seeing. Right. Um, so can would you mind rephrasing that second question because it was a, such a good question and i want to make sure i do a good job of answering you sure well some sometimes as women in this season of our life we think there's certain rules that we should follow and i didn't know if you have any guidelines such as that or not for example like uh how how long should my shorts be is there a certain pattern i shouldn't be wearing should i be monitoring my bathing suit if I'm out and about, you know, something like that. I didn't know. Can I still wear a two-piece? Yeah, can I wear a two-piece? Yes. Is that going to be really a bad, I'm, I'm going to be that people are like, what is she thinking? Right, so, right. Well, I, and I can't speak for everyone on that question, but I can tell you that I am a firm believer of the no fashion rules. Um, I think it needs to be looked at totally individually. And if you feel great and look great, you should wear what you love. And, um, you know, obviously you're not going to go to a wedding in a bikini or, you know, it has to make sense what you're going to wear to a specific event. But as far as, you know, the length of things and um, some of the other things that you mentioned, which, which were good, good examples. I just, I feel like it's more um, of an individual type of decision now and not so much based on age. And part of that too, I really believe is because of people taking better care of themselves, watching what they eat, making right. sure they exercise, wanting to live longer. And, um, and so therefore they can feel more confident choosing clothes that looks great on them and makes them feel great too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's so true. We are living longer and, you know, modern medicine, of course, is some of that, but we are living longer than our parents, our grandparents. And so, of course, I think we are more health conscious society now and what we're putting in our body and right. moving our bodies. Cause if we don't move, we know that they won't work. Right. So, right. If, what is it? If you don't use it, you lose it. Use it. Right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We always say like yes. motion is the potion. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yes. So your blog, Gail, can you tell us what the name of it is? And then do you like blog every day? I try to, I, I try to do it. Sometimes I do a couple of segments in one day and then I don't make them live until the next day. So I have my own little system of doing that, but it's called Life Begins After 50 and that's five zero, the number 50. And my website is www.lifebeginsafter50.shop s-h-o-p and the website is new so there's not that much on it right now because i i actually going through another transition i just moved a couple of months ago so i'm still getting situated and setting up the website but i i do blog a lot on instagram and facebook as well as twitter 
Um, but I will be adding more and more to wipe my website. So um, I'd love for everybody to connect with me and, you know, I'd love to be able to help you out and show everybody that, that life does not end at the middle section. <laughs> right. It's only beginning. Fashion and beauty. That's right. right. I know. I follow you. Yay. Yay. So if somebody wants to. <laughs> so right. if somebody wants to find you, where do they connect with you at? So it's life begins after 50 dot shop. Yes. S H O P. Okay. Uh, or an Instagram is life begins after 50. Right. And then Facebook. Are Same you? thing. Life begins after 50. Right. So it should, I should be easy to find. Okay. And, um, love to help everybody out and you know, connect with you. I've got some awesome connections just through my blogging that it's yeah. been just a wonderful experience, especially meeting ladies from all over the country and world and connecting. I would have never had the opportunity had I not started blogging. So I'm, I'm thankful for that. Right. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? And yeah. I think it's just wonderful. The resources available to women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. So, well, we thank you so much. Gail. Thank you. You you're both lovely, and it's been a pleasure. And I would love to stay connected to you. Yes, so you can count on it. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. So this is our podcast for this week, and tune in next week as we have our nightly routine that we are going over with you. So tune in next week for that podcast. But thanks again, Gail. Thank you so much. All right. Have bye -bye. a great one. Yes. All right, take care. Bye. Bye.